somehow y'all keep letting us come back and getting y'all is one more week. And you know what we're going to keep doing? We're going to keep coming back one more week to get in y'all ears. <laughs> Welcome back to Cut Different, hashtag Cut Different. Let the world know that you're different than the other ones. I got my boy in here, Nick. What's going on? Yeah, that was boring, but <laughs> he's here. They like when I said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you try to be safe. Nah. <laughs> and I, as always, your boy G, George, and Trisha son. What's going on, Nick? Not much. Another cold week. Well, cold, hot week. Cold, hot, cold, hot, cold, hot. Oh, that's George. Yeah. That's 70 George. degrees one day, 28 the next, 72 again, then snowing the next day. This week has been, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. I'm at work, and it just started snowing. I'm like, what the hell? It's mm. snowing? Yeah, I'm um, over in Dunwoody. Yeah, it started snowing. Mm. Hey, you know what? I want to address something that I'd be curious about when, like, when people from different places, like somebody from Chicago mm -hmm. or someone that lives in Alaska. I don't profess to be a genius or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Well, you familiar with science and mm -hmm. all that, you know, and, and, and two is two, no matter where you live, yeah. you know, you got one, you got one, somebody can easily say that's two. Mm -hmm. So this is my logic. Mm -hmm. If it's 20 degrees in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and you turn around and tell me Chicago is colder, but if I go to Chicago, it's 20 degrees. Yeah. That 20 degrees is going to feel the same no matter where I'm at. You know, it's, it's 20 degrees. I just came from Chicago, and it literally felt the same. I think. When you get closer to like the water, where it's more windy, I think that's what they mean, the wind factor. But then again, it gets the windy. It's the same, yeah. But when you add a wind factor into there. it, it's like the real feel is 20, but then the actual feel is like 9 with the wind. Yeah. But I mean, the same here, though. Yeah, the wind pick up <laughs> yeah, the here, wind It was picking up over there. I don't think there's no area on Earth that don't get some wind. Yeah. So, I mean, you get you get there. I understand what people be saying. To me, the only difference is on colder climates, it's, it's consistent. It'll be 20 degrees a day. It's 20 degrees tomorrow. It's 20 degrees, you know, for a week or for a month for them. Yeah. So, for me, talk about the consistently, cons consistency with the cold, with the yeah. weather. Don't tell me that you know I I you know I ain't the smartest tool you know person in the world or yeah. nothing like that. I ain't the sharpest tool in the in the uh, toolbox. But uh, if I see your temperature set at twenty, mm -hmm. I know what twenty feel like. Yeah, twenty gonna feel like the same no matter where you at. I think people just want to hype their their city up. Honestly, they want to rep mm -hmm. they from because y'all get to wear a coat longer than us. No, because think of people like from Florida. Don't do it. <laughs> People from Florida. Watch yourself now. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Hell, especially, especially around the, like, the exit one the exit one area. Man, know. hey. <laughs> I tell people, you know, I've been up here long enough to know that, hey, if it's 95 degrees outside in Florida, that 95 degrees feel the same up here. 
The only difference is if the wind is blowing or not. Yeah. That's the only difference. Can you spread that heat around or is it just stale? Well, you know, Atlanta filled up with a bunch of people from like New Orleans, Florida, Cali, New York, you know, Chicago. And we all agree that Georgia weather is bipolar. I think, that, I think that's one thing we all agree on. Absolutely. They don't know how the hell to dress. They don't Absolutely. know what the hell going on. Everybody don't even watch the news no more. Because the news says it was going to be sunny and bright. And then, like I said, it starts snowing. Everybody's just confused as hell when they come to Georgia. When the last time you watched the news? Shit, when I was like 10. Yeah. And then I woke up. I was like, this shit ain't real. <laughs> I started watching TV since I graduated high school. Yeah. TV? Like you don't turn the TV on at all? Nah. It used to be for sports, but now I stopped watching sports too. Jeez. So you ain't no Atlanta Hawks fan or Falcons fan no more? Nah, I just That's the best teams in the leagues. Both leagues. Atlanta Hawks and the Falcons. Everybody knows that. That's like saying Jordan Jordan is the best. First of all, <laughs> that's a factual opinion. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got an argument on your hands. <laughs> That's like that. saying Jordan is the best. Well, we got greats like LeBron. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's the greatest consistent player ever. Who? Okay, LeBron. Consistent player? Yeah. The hell yeah. does that mean? That's, that's what I mean. When, that's what I hear when somebody say he's a GOAT. Like, what do you mean by that? GOAT of what? He's never been the pl- best player in the league any year. He's never been the best player. Hmm. That's what my argument always been. Forget the six rings that Jordan got. Forget who the teammates was. Forget the league differences. I think the, the year he brought, when he first brought Cavs to the finals, I think he was he the best. He wasn't the best player. Who year. was? Kobe was still alive. Well, Kobe, yeah, Kobe true. Kobe was still Mamba. Yeah, but he, look what he, he did. He had a crappy though. team. Who? Kobe was still balling. Who had a crappy team? Kobe. LeBron had a crappy team. Kobe had a team that couldn't even get him out of the West to even go meet LeBron. <laughs> exactly. But LeBron took a crappy team all the way to the finals. He didn't win, but. Who was his competition in the East? Boston? Yes. With them over-the-hill players that were out of their prime? Nah. Kevin Garnett wasn't the same Kevin Garnett. Paul was on his way out. Who? Who was going to stop him? Hawks. Hawks? Yeah. Talking about when they had the boy with the afro? <laughs> Josh Schultz? <Yeah. laughs> I think Josh Smith was there. <laughs> and Joe don't play. Joe. Joe Joe played when he feel like playing. Joe was one of the. He, and wasn't he one of the first players to get like $200 million contract? Joe? Yeah. Like Joe had 140. Yeah, he, but he had the biggest contract in NBA history at that time, wasn't it? I don't think it was NBA history, but it was pretty high for the league at yeah, that time. Yeah, at the time, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. No, he might have because KG had the highest at 121. 121. Yeah, and, Joe, and Joe got a contract. I think was the most dumbest thing to this day Hawks did. I was just like, do we just pay this man 140 plus? Joe got the same contract old boy got that turned out to be a dud when he came, but he ended up in Miami. The one that looked like LeBron's older brother. I don't forgot his name. I don't know. But he got, he, he pretty much just went missing in the league. I have to look his name up. Elton? <laughs> it wasn't Elton Brand. Elton Brand was decent. No, the but hell he was. He was a role player. He was he not wasn't no star player. He was a role player. 
Okay, he was just the best that Philly had at the time. Didn't Hawks have him too? Probably. But, you know, that injury with his knees and shit. So. Yeah. And then the whole controversy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. He trying to be a celebrity more than anything anyway. Uh, I can't remember that boy's name, but he went to the Miami Heat the last time, last year LeBron was down there. Mm. I know he Somebody out there know what I'm talking know what I'm talking about. He was like the number one draft pick. And he got a great contract. He was good, but he wasn't as good as that contract said he was. <laughs> like a lot of players today. But I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing at all. I think they're getting better, honestly. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday coming up, you ain't gonna watch it in? No. I I I mean, I just go out just to enjoy like just to get out the house, honestly. Whatever. That's what I show up at football. <laughs> yeah, whatever for it. Because I can care less. It's not the Falcons. And ever since the Falcons angle, like, that's about the time I stopped watching them, too. The Super Bowl. But I didn't want to talk about that. Talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about when I won enough to pay my life bill that year. Yeah, and I lost enough so I couldn't pay mine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Anytime the Falcons got something on the line, I bet against them. That's when they're supposed to win, they ain't. We're going to see what happens today because I don't know, man. Shouts out to him, man. I, I, just, I just get depressed when I <laughs> talk about him. So just, just Atlanta in general. Got a little sad. Dude. Atlanta is just <laughs> depressing when it comes to sports, besides Georgia. But, I mean. They ain't Atlanta. Georgia Bulldogs? That's in Athens. It don't matter. They represent for Georgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm talking about Georgia. Yeah, you got Atlanta United. They did. Yeah, they but then they, they 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 sold all their best players who brought them to the thing, the league, Joseph Martinez, Pity, all of them. And it's crazy because all of them who left besides Joseph Martinez, they all got a ring. Mm. With somebody else team? With somebody else team. But they got a ring here too. They did. Because so. that, that was all the our star players. And then after that – Atlanta was like, nah, they just like all Atlanta teams. Nah, they want to ask for more money. Mm-mm. We'd rather be average than to keep on being a championship team. We gonna mm-mm, take you a couple million somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I ain't heard no talk about them for like the last two seasons. After they exactly, exactly, we was the best team in Atlanta sports for two, three years straight. We won our championship in the year two. That's sad. And Man. we gave it all away. Yeah. I feel I'm about feeling the same about the Bulls. Cause I just oh, yeah, yeah. after Joe King Noah left, you know it's crazy. I, I agree. Like after he left, it just went. Yeah, the heart of the team left, yeah. and it just kind of just like why would you get rid of the heart? Yeah, we know Andy he's Rose. A, yeah, well, I mean he, he was injured, but he made me not like the Bulls. Crazy that whole I'm coming back every year and he didn't come back <laughs> back and forth. I couldn't stand it, man. He was the best player since Jordan on the Bulls. Oh, you don't we know some shooters. F them shooters. We I think about the Nate Robinson was more uh, better that year. He was there. Hell, I no. think his performance second maybe, but hell no. His will to get us in the playoffs, and he was a mediocre player. He wasn't mediocre. He was mediocre. No, he wasn't mediocre. He wasn't consistent at all. He was only what five ten, and look what he was doing. Barely. I seen Nate one time, but yeah, Nate like five son. seven, nah, five he, eight. He my height. He my height. I'm five. I'm five ten. With shoes, not. Just, <laughs> I 
I'm five ten. I know I ain't I ain't reached the six foot ladies. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Nate just uh, he's he's my favorite Bulls player after Jordan. Him and Joe Kim. Joe I Kim give it to uh, Joe Kim and uh, D Rose and Butler and uh, what's the African dude that was playing over there? Luol Deng. Luol Deng. Yeah. I love Luol, man. He was a good when he was at the Bulls. Yes, but I think when he went to Miami, was it? Uh, he went so I think he went to the Thunder first or something. Some yeah, yeah, like yeah some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. And he just fell off. Yeah, yeah. I remember his mama talking about like moving. I was like, they shouldn't do Luol like that. His mom talking about moving. Yeah, when they tried to get rid of him, the other team offered him more money, and he was like, "Well, yeah." He, I I think he might have went to Golden State. Luol. I think he played for Golden State, the Lakers, Miami. Yeah. I don't even remember Miami, honestly. I said, I stopped watching sports. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I thought Miami, but I definitely, I, I can almost remember him playing for the Lakers and Golden State. Almost. If I'm wrong, y'all let me know. Because I'm a little choppy when it comes to basketball lately because I ain't feeling the whole no defense league. <laughs> this era of no defense and three-pointers. Uh, three it's killing the 96 Bulls. That was the greatest. <laughs> they were all elements of Georgia. Who? The Bulls. 96 Bulls. Elements. Elements meaning that they all had, they were all great at one part of what Jordan can do. Defense, rebound, assists. He had a whole bunch of like, I, I, I think they don't give Jerry enough credit. Jerry who? Uh, was it Cross? I don't know. The uh, team about West. manager. Oh no, the team manager. Uh, oh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care. For I always called him Jerry. It's two Jerry. The Jerry that owned the team, and then this Jerry that was like the. I just know West. No, nah, Jerry. I mean Jerry West is alright, but he ain't, he ain't as big as people be trying to make. He's good though. Uh, and he the logo. It shouldn't be. We all know who the logo should be. I know. The LeBron. one that reinvented the league for Le- them? LeBron. Brett. Nah, man, please. <laughs> he said no. Awkward looking logo. <laughs> the same dunk he did. Yeah. <laughs> you never did a dunk contest, but you the best player in the league. Kobe. It should be Kobe. Jordan. Easy. Nah, I don't think Jordan. He haven't done enough for me. What? But anyways, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's in your cup again? <laughs> something. So. <laughs> but yeah, let me see. Uh, Top five of the week. Okay. Top five of the week is. Let's go with shoes this week. Oh, yeah. Top five sneakers. You want to go? <laughs> yeah, let's go there. You know, you, you, you go. You go first. Top five sneakers for me, I think I would put number five being the Harachis. I'll put them. That's a good one. Actually, that's a good one. Yeah, top five Harachis. I think. They were the most comfortable shoe before. It was like wearing socks. Yeah, before Yeezys came out, they were the most comfortable shoe ever. I've ever put my feet in, honestly. I don't think. Yeah, I ain't going to say that. Yeah. I'm gonna say something that. Mm. Uh, let's not go back to Georgia. And I put my number <laughs> four. 
as Adidas shell toes. You classic. Yeah, I think they had they run. I think they are just just as uh, important to your closet as my number three shoe. And isn't it, these are just out of like sheer popularity? Okay. For me, um, you know, the Verace's, Shell Toes, Chuck Taylors. Chucks? Chuck Taylors, even if you didn't, they didn't look good on your feet, you tried to get you up here. I never had. And you had to figure it out whether or not you want them. But as far as like trends go, Chuck Taylors ain't going nowhere. Shell Toes left. I was surprised. <laughs> I think they're gonna come back though. No, they're not coming back. <laughs> they're not coming back. What? What? You know what kills shell toes? What? The way they feel on your toes, like a damn shell. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that rub on your toes. That's yeah. so uncomfortable. You gotta wear. You got a double socket when you wear shell toes. Um, but shell toes, when they make their way back around, they are popular. I think the only way they come back is if they do a collab with Supreme. Mm-mm. All it takes is write somebody to make that they shoe again. Supreme. That's what everybody do. <laughs> they just do, do a deal with Supreme. Uh, number two, Air Force One. I was hoping you put that in there because that's that's in my eyes. Like, that's that's the most iconic shoe. One of them. No, the most. The most. The most. I don't know. Shoe. I don't think no no other shoe is more no. iconic than my number one. You know how much times Nike sues people for their design and fragments from other brands that try to copy them? You know how much money they make off of just lawsuits alone, off just the Air Force One? Let alone, you know, of course you got Retro Jordans, but the Air Force One, they're still going to this day. They're selling out. They they sold out right now. You can't, I can always find Air Force One. Yeah, but not less than 100. And remember, those are really only like $70, 80 shoes. You used to go find those at Birch and Coat Factory. That's how I felt when I was trying to find some all black Harachis. You not couldn't find Harachis either. <laughs> you <Couldn't> find, <laughs> find they got different <coughs> colors involved now and all that. Yeah. But they're some comfortable shoes. But they the the lasting power with Harachis is the, is the issue. You wear them for a month or two, like if you make that like a daily shoe, mm-hmm. they only gonna yeah. last a, a month or two. Yeah, mine's tore apart. All of mine's tore apart. Yeah. I used to play basketball and shit. You used to play basketball in Harachis? <laughs> I know. I couldn't them. even walk on the track with those on. You know, they were running shoes, weren't they? they weren't they running shoes? They supposed to be, but you ain't finna do no real nah, work. They didn't last. Yeah, they those were. are good for the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you can say that. But, but they, they don't last long. That's nah. Still. Just like Chuck Taylor's, they supposed to be basketball shoes, but you try to play basketball in those. You can roll to. your ankles. Not really. If yeah. you time tight. You got to tie them tight to play basketball. And the problem with them is... That's the worst shoe. They they just not... But, you know, we had different feet back in the day. We yeah. we didn't know y'all comfort play, y'all in play, our uh, feet. Airpo- phone posits. <laughs> they were like... They, I mean, people love Chuck Taylor like people love Harachis, though. They, they just slip them on. They ain't got to wear socks or nothing like that. They just throw on Disgusting. shoes. And most most of the time, we see people wear all stars on with them Chuck Taylors. Yeah, they dirty. You can see what they've done, how long they've had them by looking at them. Yeah, but same with Air Force Ones. 
Air Force, and once they bend, they don't look good no more. Once <laughs> that know? crease come. You know, them white girls wear them shits today. Yeah. <laughs> they, they brown as hell. Yeah, man, so, Air Force. Yeah. I know some dudes that's like that, though. Sure. Like, dude, why you still got them on? Like, yeah, take them Air Force on. ones, man. I only wanted the black ones. Disgusting. I love black black sneakers, though. All my sneakers down there are black. The Supreme brown ones that they just came out with? You seen those? The Air Force ones? I don't like, I don't know Supreme like that, but I know that's a exclusive yeah. thing that's kind of like off-white. Yeah, basically, yeah. When they do collabs. Um, number one for me, I don't care what nobody say. Ain't never been a whole culture nowhere across the world on a shoe like they own the shoe mm-hmm. called Jordan. Lord have mercy. The Jordan shoe is reign supreme. Okay, but no which, matter what, which period? Nobody, no matter which one, everybody got a preference with Jordan shoes. They, those are two. Yeah, the light brown and the dark brown, like the chocolate brown. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't wear those. I don't like low top sneakers. Those are Air Force Ones. No, I like high top. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> if they ain't high top, I ain't wearing them. Ew. Low top is, is, to me, is like when you wear, when you dressing casual. And Nine times out of ten, I'm dressing casual. That's you. Well, business. I'm talking about as far as like popularity of the shoe. Oh, okay, okay. Most people wearing the high tops. Nah, most people wearing lows. The all white lows. All white lows? Mm-hmm. Nah, you just couldn't see the top. Nah. Uh, that must be the people that ain't know how to dress with no Air Force. Nah, I don't know about that. When but you seen the Air Force One when the song came out? There were lows. Most of those were high top in that video. Probably mid top. Not no highs. No, I ain't talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, mids. mids yeah. yeah, I was about to say not I no mean, highs. I mean, that's all high top. I mean, mid me too, highs, but but low top Lows is dressing it. casual. Or you got some shorts on or something like that. Yeah, but you ain't doing those if you ain't wearing like with the highs. You know, you let your pants uh, hang over. What well, hang, hang? Just not no jeans though. Nah, you gotta let the tongue stick out on the jeans. Disgusting. Anyhow, I'm, I'm a high top man. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm low. Size probably D's, but so that's your top five. Yeah, hmm. you can't beat it. I'm iconic. Yeah, I, I got some honorable mentions, but I ain't gonna let them out. You got the Sacconis. Oh, that's a good. Hey, that's hey. No more. I, I, I'm the mines. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. My top five. To me, yeah, I was gonna fit Sacconi as my <laughs> number five Sacconis, especially like the um, and like the classic ones, like the lows. It gotta be the classic. Yeah, ones. the Don't classic ones. ones. Yeah, the, the real classic ones. Some of the um, collabs are nice too. So yeah, I gotta go Sacconis or Sacconis because I heard two two different versions of them. We you know, they have American. Porsche and Porsche. We American. We say Sacconi. You're American. Yeah, I'm are. British. What's your green card, sir? <clears throat> you so, we <laughs> hey, so, <laughs> so we got Sakanese. So we got yes. Um, four for me. I'll say, of course, you have Jordans. At it, four? Yes. Mine. You, this is mine. At four? Maybe three. The retro Jordans. Ah, uh, okay. Red, it gotta be retros. Nobody really wears it, you know. I do. Well, of I course. Wear Jordan brand. Yeah, Jordan brand is is cool. I had you know Jordan brands when I was playing basketball, but when I'm when I'm trying to dress, Jordans for sure. 
Yeah, I got it. Yeah. So that's my number four. Three. What would be my three? Mm. Yeah, I got to throw um, Hirachi's in there too. I can't, yeah. I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a hard one. Yeah, Nike knew what the hell. Like, imagine being at the Nike outlet and you see a pair of uh, Hirachi's for like 40 bucks. You're going to get them. And that's the thing, that was cheap. It wasn't like no two, three hundred dollars like, you know, Jordans and, you know, other. they like 110 now. Yeah, I say Air Force Ones are one like one ten now. Yeah, they tripping. Yeah, number what was that three? I got a pair of Hirachi. Hirachi, you yeah. still got one? Yeah, I bought them. Uh, I threw out mine away a year ago. I just started working on them. <laughs> <laughs> number f- two, Air Force Ones. I, I mean. Those two is just iconic. And like I said, they're still going hard today. Anyone they release one, they're selling out still. So it's like, damn. I don't think, besides Jordan brand, not Jordan brand, Retro Jordan, that's the only other shoe competing with that besides my number but one. But you got Jordan at number four, though. Yeah, because it's like, man, they dying out now. It's like, she, no, no, they, they still, not. they still, they sitting on shelves now. They still just as relevant. Nah, I don't think so. I, they dying out. You go see them on the shelf now. <laughs> they they on their lab. That might be. I the think they dying out because of the price, though. They keep you know every year they keep raising it another ten twenty dollars. Remember Jordan used to be what one twenty one thirty. Now it's two ten. They've never been comfortable enough. I'm not a fan of hell like, no. Jordan's retros has never been comfortable unless you're talking about like the eights maybe. But outside of that, after eight they started getting comfortable. No. Cause them nines, them thick ass big nines, them they look like boots. Are them the uh, space jams? No, that's elevens. Elevens is the most. That's the most iconic retro. No, a lot. I'm sorry, retro Jordan ones. The ones are the most iconic, and then the elevens, yeah. But now the nines, hell to no. Them thick boots. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> those the worst. Yeah. But that's back when they actually made basketball shoes for basketball. Mm. Well, now they fashion. Yeah. <laughs> My number one, I know you're going to disagree. I don't care what nobody say, but Yeezys are the number one shoe of all time for me. And I think strictly because of the Ultra Boost technology in them. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, you can wear it casually. You can wear it business casual. You can wear it business style. Like, it's just... And you can walk in them all day. Your knees won't hurt. Your feet won't hurt. And it's literally just a sock with ultra boost cushion. You like walking on clouds. It's just, I, I mean, I don't know. And, of, of course, the controversy and everything around Kanye and, you know, Adidas dropping him but still want to sell the shoe. I mean, that means, come on now. That kind of made me want to rework my shoe because I know the top three sneakers are Jordan, Mm-hmm. Air Forces and you. Mm-hmm. The top three. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with any 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 one of those three. You can't go wrong with honestly. But for me, number one would be Yeezys, or really Ultra Boosting together. But number one is Yeezys for me. I just it's just, it's just yeah, anybody you wear that you wear a pair of Yeezys. People be like, damn, those little guys. Like everybody stops you. It's like wearing Ferraris on your feet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, y'all let us know what y'all top five is. Uh, so. 
Moving into it, it was a very uh, eventful uh, week here. Um, somebody shut the internet down with 30 million views. In one day. Well, it was, no, it was 13 it was, in one day. Well, before the day ended, it was 24 million when I when I had looked at it. It was? It was 24 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. And now you're up 30. 30. 30 million. I know the one person that's happiest in the world right now is Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be yeah. happier than anybody. Of course. Um, Cat Williams did an interview that released, uh, <clears throat> was it Sunday or Saturday? It was the day after New Year's. So, yeah. I think New Year's was Monday. So it had to be Sunday. Nah, Sunday. I seen the, the notify me thing. I hit, oh, it was supposed to come out, and then he still didn't release it at the time that he had notified mm-hmm. that it was coming out, and it didn't come out. And he dropped whatever day that was. Yeah, y'all, y'all yeah it was know. a legendary day, damn it. Yeah. Yes, he's but, the number one talked about right now, man. Yeah, Cat Williams. He went on there. What did you think about the interview? Everything he says is what I've been trying to say and preach to people. Just like, you know, we just had this conversation last week with the whole PDD thing. He said the same thing. What, did you like the party and you got to tell him no? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the virgin, you know, the virgin hole. And he said Diddy is <laughs> like the gatekeeper, like the number one. And you just got to tell him no. Who bigger than he's a gatekeeper? Yeah, but I mean, of course, you got the you know the rest. Of, I mean, one get two, you know, what I mean, because you know who it is. But yeah, you know, like Hollywood. Let's just put it like yeah, that. Of course, people. but he's like the Hollywood for the East Side. If you want to think about it, I mean, for New York, maybe. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like New York, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. I mean, yeah. he's one of them. But you got people bigger than him that are that are like. I mean, he's he said Jay Z too. He's holding the gate for. I mean, Jay ain't really, Jay kind of solo. He don't really like They don't stop him from, him from like yeah, but he still, I don't know, what, what did uh, Charleston White say? He said, once you reach a certain amount of money, it starts to become evil. Do you believe that? No. You don't believe that? No. I believe that people are who they are. Mm. I don't, I don't really believe it, but I understand where he's coming from because it's like, once you start making, let's say you start, you hit a $560 million. You can't have like the same around, I mean, the same people that you had yesterday. Because you don't know these people going to turn on you, this and that. You got to start second guessing yourself. You know what I mean? You're going to start looking around your shoulder. Now you don't know what's real from fake. So, you know what I mean? So you're going to have to start asking a different way than you was when you didn't have, you know what I mean? As much as you have now is what I mean. So I think that's what he meant. Well, I don't know what he meant, but that's just how I took it. You know what I mean? I mean, you can apply that to anybody that experiences any kind of success. Yeah. But um, I'm saying, because you reach a certain type of success. Like because, you know, at a billion dollars, Charleston ain't never made a billion dollars, so he don't know what what they have to do. Exactly. But when, if he would have made that, I don't think we'll be seeing much more of it. I mean, Charles know what what was presented to him, just like Cat. Yeah. But back to Cat. So far as the interview concerned, so mm-hmm. you 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 think he was telling the whole truth? Absolutely. He's in this industry. He's been in the industry. He's the only one who hasn't worn the dress. Him, Dave Chappelle, and they both speaking about the same thing. And there's another um, person they they dressed too that was in that same category, but um. 
of not wearing the whole dress thing, like not falling for the whole what, Halloween. Yeah, Mm-hmm. Nah, he might be one of them too, but it's just a small amount. Let's just break it down. It's just a small amount of people like Cat and Dave Chappelle and all of them, but real niggas. Yeah, uh, real men. <laughs> I call them real men. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I believe. I mean, I'm not in the industry, but I see what the hell be going on. I mean, yeah. it's not hard to like. Come on, you know. I mean, cat, not Cat. Um. What he said about um the not so funny guy to me. Who's not so funny? The short guy, um Kevin Hart. Kevin <laughs> <laughs> Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart. Uh I never thought he was really funny. He has like funny moments and stuff like that, but I ain't gonna put no shame to his career or anything. But after I seen that thing and that's why I lost respect for Shaq too. After I seen that thing with him and Shaq when Shaq was humping him on that car, I was done with both of them. I already knew they sold out because what the hell was going on? I didn't, my whole, and that's why I stopped watching TV too because I just kept seeing a whole bunch of that going on and him kissing um, The Rock in the on the lips. Live. Uh, Kevin Hart. For real? Yeah, this is live. I'm like, oh, hell no. Hell, something something's going on in, in, in Hollywood because... And then, you know, I used to like, what's his name, music too. Um, oh, damn, Kid I was just Kid Cudi. And then he did that SNL's performance with a dress on. And then he just came out with a statement after the whole Kevin, not Kevin, uh, Cat Williams thing. And he was like, man, I just felt free. Free my behind, man. That, you yeah, don't wear, you you, no pants on. Nothing. He was wearing a, I'm talking about chest hairs out. Man, I, I I believe what the hell Cat Williams was saying. And that's why I always said Cat Williams is number one to me and then Dave Chappelle's number two. Not only because they're funny, like genuinely funny, but they're also real. They, they didn't switch up, especially for the money, you know what I mean? Real nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> so how about you? What you think? I think Cat's whole whole thing was kind of surrounded around two dudes. Three, really, because they... He, <laughs> yeah. I mean... I know Cedric the Entertainer. No, nah, it's two that he got a problem with. It's Kevin. Oh, yeah, Kevin. And it's uh, Steve. Steve Harvey. And I what's the name, he too? attacks everybody up under them because they, they're kind of unresponsive to him. Mm-hmm. So he just goes after their tree. Whatever shook out of their tree, whoever hanged with him, whoever came from him, he got a problem with him. He said Tyler Perry, too. And he said T.D. Jakes. I mean, he made some shots at him. But it wasn't really about them. Yeah, but he's talking about T.D. Jakes and P.D.D. situation where we had talked about. He didn't really talk about it. He didn't you. talk about it too much. Cause, you know, you he, saw the whole interview? I saw the whole thing. The whole yeah, two you hours. You just mentioned them like <clears throat> a brief second. It wasn't yeah, it was, a, it was just a brief thing. But the fact that he brought it up and factored them to PDD and sh- stuff, it was just like. But yeah. all you said about Jakes was, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that was more of a joke than anything. Yeah, I mean, didn't just, nobody get burned more than Trick Daddy did. What do you mean? Did you see what he said after Trick Daddy responded? 
No, I didn't, I didn't see it. He put a picture of Trick Daddy on on stage mm. on back on his background because he on tour right now. Mm. A big blown up picture on a big projector screen, mm-hmm. and told everybody. This dude looked like a bowel movement. And he is still rich and famous. If he can make it, you can make it. <laughs> he left his picture up as he gave them inspiration for that part of his show. <laughs> to me, Trick Daddy, I love Trick Daddy. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down. That's that Florida in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep progressing. <laughs> yeah, you gotta respond. But to me and I'm saying this is my opinion. Cedric, Ricky, Tiffany Haddis, uh all the comedians he had a problem with came from that tree. Mm-hmm. Those trees. Yep. And Kevin also is a friend of Steve, mm. publicly. He lets everybody know in interviews that he took a lot of his game from Steve. Mm-hmm. So it might just be one person. When Steve dissed him in the mall over 20, 30 years ago, Cat mm. has made it his business to go after Steve. So I see it. <laughs> hey, Steve don't respond. Steve said some cold shit one time. Mm-hmm. Steve said his daddy told him a long time ago, what do you say about a dog that's running down the street barking at the moon? He said, that's a crazy dog. What's going to make that dog infamous, famous, mm-hmm. is if the moon barks back. Until the moon barks back, that's just a crazy dog. And I was like, boy, that's cold. Yeah. I just think it's another cover-up. But Huh? I just think it's another cover-up. Cover-up? Like, what do you mean? He's just trying to deflate, deflect the whole situation. I mean, you can look at it like that, but he knows it's smart to not even go at that. This, this is a different game. Mm. You, you're a boxer, right? Mm. You ain't going to get in a street fight with nobody. That's two different genres. You right? Like UFC? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ain't going to get in there because they fight with everything. Mm-hmm. He know if he get, if, if he really, just like that battle they did, <coughs> that Steve didn't know it was a real battle. And Cat came on stage and like tore him a new butthole. Yo. Mm-hmm. This is a different brand right here. Even though I think Steve would have made it rough for him had he responded. Because he's still a comedian. Yeah. No matter how you slice it, he's still a funny dude. Not to me, but yeah. I'm saying he's funny enough to roast. Steve? Stephen Rose. He ain't messing Steve with Stephen Rose. Anybody that can step on the Def Comedy stage when it was Def Comedy Jam stage, for mm-hmm. real, can stand toe-to-toe with somebody on roasting. The difference is Cat is better. Yeah. The best, not better. Mm, I beg to differ, but... He's one I of the, mean, okay, one of the he's best. He's top five for me. Top two for me. Yeah. I I thought the interview was messy. Messy? I yeah. thought it was real. I thought it was kind of catty. I think it should have been said. I won't use the B, B word that first came to mind. 
mm-hmm. and I was a little disappointed in Cat. Um, I, 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 I don't, I won't say I revere him, but I, I, I think that he's he's kept it real all these years, and mm-hmm. I think you. I don't, I don't doubt that he would say them things to his face, to their faces, but I think he should. I think he should have did a Shaq and Kobe kind of thing. <laughs> and sat down with him and said what he had to say. Oh, I think he's talking about the rap battle. <laughs> yeah, no. Like a more respectable way, like man to man, this yeah. how I feel about you. But he said that he be, they be dodging him. Well, well, the case, I mean, you keep it close to your vest until you get the opportunity. Mm. I don't think you should take it out, take it outside like that until you've actually dealt with that person so y'all know we all both stand for real, for real. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, as far as like respect. I mean, he but I, I told my son like, Cat lost a lot of you know a few cool, cool points with me, mm-hmm. but he got like a thousand, so he can stand it losing. You know, <laughs> I know he don't care what I think. Yeah, but you know he lost a few, but he got like a thousand with me, so I'm still a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that probably eighty percent of that interview was true, but I also think that if you if you're a Cat fan. Mm. Um, you know that every year, New Year's, Christmas time, Cat is either doing a special, or he go, or he's on tour, mm. and he's doing the same thing that he did in that interview. This year, he chose to do it in the interview. I think Shannon Sharp is one of the few places that we actually get to hear what the person he's interviewing gets really feels or thinks about stuff. Yeah, everybody else drink champs talk over you. Yeah. You don't never really get you. They sit down for three hours, and we barely really understand where somebody's coming from. Mm-hmm. Breakfast Club is about Breakfast Club, man. Uh, Cam talks, over talks everybody. Vlad over talks everybody. Questions everybody. <laughs> but you know, most a majority of every interview that Vlad does. Yeah, he talks. He, he cuts You hear him talking more than anybody. And yeah, he cut people off. He cuts people off. So I think Shannon asked his question and he sit back yeah. and let you say whatever it is you got to say on that that topic. Yeah. So I like that. So I, you know, I had a lot of thoughts about it. I, I, I he chose cat smart, kind of like how he was. How everybody dogged him when he let the little boy um, beat him up at the end of that video. At the beginning of the video, you seen cat hit the boy. Mm. <laughs> And then, this is the genius of Cat to me. Cat hit that boy and let him know that he can beat him up if he wants to. Yeah. Then he proceeds to walk a thousand miles away from the boy. Mm. And let the boy follow him. After that, you pursued me. <clears throat> and I let you seemingly look like you got the victory on me. Mm. At that point, did we hear about a lawsuit from the boy? Can the boy sue Cat for uh, for hitting him? No. You won the fight. Yeah. That's your claim to fame. And ever since that happened, mm-hmm. that little boy did one video on YouTube, mm-hmm. and we ain't heard from him since. <laughs> yeah. He ain't getting no fame off of that. Yeah. I let you win. Go on about your business. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me that a 40-year-old man can't beat up a 16-year-old. That ain't no trained fighters and stuff like that. I ain't talking about all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just talking about on the regular. I'm grown. 
you ain't gonna just beat me up. We gonna be in a real dog fight. Yeah, you yeah. fight me no matter how good of a f- you are with your hands. At forty something years old, you gonna remember this fight. True. You ain't gonna just beat nobody up. <laughs> I remember that time, man. I, just, yeah. I remember him telling his, yeah. his grandkids. Yeah, that's why I walk like this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. That's the genius yeah. of cat. No, everybody's thinking like, "Ooh, he let it, he got beat up on on the thing." But at the video beginning of the video, you seen him hit the boy and show him because the little boy was stunned. Yeah, like, "Oh, cat finna beat my behind." Yeah. Fast forward, mm. I ball up, and you just hitting me all soft and stuff like that. After the video, cat was not hurt. No, he just got up. He got up and walked away. Yeah. I just saved myself a million dollars by letting you do that. You got yours. We even. Mm-hmm. And if you walk, just like when you have to pull a gun on somebody, once you move, mm-hmm. remove yourself from the from the scene of a potential crime, you're showing that you tried to leave the situation. Yeah. I left the situation, and you attacked me after that. Yeah. You can't sue me. <laughs> Ain't no courtroom in the world gonna see that whole video mm. and say that you can sue him. Now, if they had just only him striking the boy, mm-hmm. lawsuit. That's the genius of Cat. Yeah. That's why he'll forever be in my, the only reason he ain't in my top two. And, and I love Cat because mm-hmm. I've seen probably about two or three bad sets. I only seen about one. Yeah, well, I seen him get booed, and I ain't never seen Eddie get booed. Never, <laughs> not even on a, you know what I mean? Not even a little bit, not even as a thought. And Cat got more specials than Eddie, but I ain't never seen Eddie let a crowd take him there. Eddie Griffin, you talking? Murphy. Murphy. I think that's what I was talking about, though. Eddie Griffin. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Eddie is like up there. But anyway, that that concludes. Y'all let us know what y'all thought. You got any more thoughts about the cat situation? No, I mean, I just think I'm, I agree with cat. I, I think everything he said, like you said, eighty percent, eighty ninety percent of it was true. That's yeah. just my. Opinion. I mean, that's his perspective. So can't nobody really argue with what he think happened or what he saw happen. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of hard for people to like. Everybody's responding, but nobody's calling him a bald faced lie. Nobody. <laughs> The only thing I think was funny, like when Kevin Hart tried to respond on the NBA uh, when he was watching the game with mm-hmm. his homeboys, mm-hmm. you know he was on uh, ESPN. Oh, I didn't. Like, I don't watch TV. <laughs> oh well, he was on ESPN, mm-hmm. but he had three of his homeboys with him. Kevin's jokes, he was kind of taking shots at Cat. Yeah, like oh yeah, use a use a thirteen, use a six year old or thirteen year old, and you got accepted into like a university. And it didn't make the news, newspapers. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, even if that was true, it ain't like mm-hmm. it'll make national news from back in those days. Exactly. Because that was just like local news. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Cat Kevin went and got three of his homeboys to help him when Cat stood by himself mm-hmm. and said what he said, if you had anything to say to Cat, you should have said it yourself. Yeah. Look at uh, Ludacris, too, when he responded. Well, he did a rap. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> I 
I don't know. It's just everything. Everybody's responding. But I'm just like, that's what made it to me. Make it like, okay, maybe he is telling the truth. Because none of them is like really denying it. They're just trying to diss him back, right? Like you I mean, said, he called that. all these people out. Yeah. So I mean, naturally, they all gonna respond. Sometimes they either gonna respond with no response, mm. or they gonna respond, you know, with with a little bit of venom. I mm. don't think I, I think smarter play would have been to do what Steve did. Let him keep barking at the moment. Okay. Hey man, do what you do. I ain't never thought Sid was that funny. Um, I, I find him entertaining, but funny. Yeah. Like stand up. He'll <laughs> beat the heat. No, first of all, let me let me not say it like that because Sid is a beast. Don't get it twisted. From from the nineties, mm-hmm. comic view days. Mm-hmm. Def Jam Day said a beast. But is he top tier? Um not to me. No, but there's a lot of no name people that you wouldn't think that's top tier. Like Earthquake is top tier. And He's I that think funny. Kevin said that didn't he? Cat. Cat. Yeah, Earthquake is top tier. Yeah. Earthquake top tier. Tony Roberts, top tier. J.J. Wilson, top tier. Like, I love stand-up. Mm-hmm. So I, I know who, like, it ain't no room they can go in and they ain't going to tear it down. Mm-hmm. They going to tear it down. And the reason that Dave Chappelle isn't that high on my list is because the first half of his career, he, he was terrible. Mm-hmm. He was terrible all the way up until the Dave Chappelle show. He was, like, white college funny. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. He didn't really... Well, he wasn't on my radar until, like you said, Dave Chappelle, like a yeah. Dave Chappelle. So yeah, and his the when his comeback, the way he went at like you know transsexual community, LGBT community, yeah, um, the way he stood up and said what a lot of like heterosexual people want to say about yeah. certain topics in the world. Mm. I think he did something revolutionary. I think he did. He took a huge risk doing that. Yeah. And I think the humor that he had behind that showed like how funny he is. Yeah. I don't think he And how respected. Because really, <laughs> yeah. you can't do that without being And the fact know. that I'm not part of the machine, so you can't cancel. You me. can't cancel me, right? Just like Cat. You mm-hmm. can't cancel Cat. Yeah. You can't cancel the the people that I think are truly funny are the ones Corey Holcomb, you can't cancel these people. Yeah. They not they didn't sign no contract for you to see them on the network. For you to cancel them, yeah, yeah. So they can basically say what they want to say. Hey, you, you can't drop them. They show or they don't. Yeah, they still gonna get over three hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because somebody when they put their flyers up or they'll come to club announce that they gonna be there. Yeah, people coming. Yeah, because they know they funny. <laughs> so that's that. But y'all let us know what y'all think about it. So we got another uh, topic. Yeah, uh, set it up right now. <laughs> put some put some air in your shoes. <laughs> it was a topic I had um, came across with a gymnast. G- how you say it? gymnast? Gymnast. I don't want to Olympic you know, gymnast. Olympic gold medalist gymnast. Yes. Yes. Highly decorated. Yes, for sure. One of the best. One ever. of the best ever. If not the best, in my mind, she the best. Yes, but go I ahead. Can't, I can't disagree with that one. But S- Simone Biles, she 
had a picture with her and her husband or fiance, whoever he may be. And she said, I don't know. I think the men are the catch in the relationship. That's really the main part of what she said. And the internet took, I'm talking about, they just flipped out over that, that comment. Woman was just like, no, men's not. Bearded black women, did. Yeah, most of them. Yeah, <laughs> it was predominantly them, yes. But <laughs> like the comments I was seeing, it just, I kind of lost a lot of hope. So and, let's start at the beginning. So what she, what, is, what do you think she's saying when she say the man, are, men are the catch? Like they basically to me how I, how I came about it. Like they're the head of the household. Like they the head of the the relationship, they should like the king and the queen. He's the king. Like I, I can't down him. I'm not even gonna, you know, behold him, behead him, or anything like that. He's really the catch. Like he damn, he's doing everything <clears throat> to keep me and my feminine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he damn, he takes care of the house, take care of the bills, he take care of me. He ain't never raises his voice at me, this and that. And hell yeah, he's the catch. What, what, what do I really like? She's probably thinking like, you know, I'm a gymnast, of course. I got my own money and stuff like that. But I'm not taking care of him. He's taking care of me. Even though she still has all the money and fame and all that, he's still doing what he got to do. Like, damn, no, I think men are the catch. Because you put any she other woman. She said men or she thought he was the catch? No, she said man. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was looking at, I seen a little bit of his uh, interview on No Jumper. Her husband? Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, she was in the background, and I heard the story of, like, how she swiped right on him first. On yeah. that celebrity dating site yeah. that they got. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know regular people can get on that dating site. but I don't know, because I was like, he's not a celebrity, is he? I, don't know who I mean, he is. technically. Well, now, I mean, I, I don't know who he is, honestly. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, he's just a, I mean, he a football player, but he, he make millions. Um, with with her, I seen the fact that she, she just was saying, when you get somebody, what I took from her saying that the men are the catch, is that when, I mean, that's how she feel about her man. Mm. She got something that she wanted, and she pursued it. And she she got what she wanted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she ain't, she didn't take no shorts on that. Mm-hmm. I think the other stuff that 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 a lot of people on the internet are like putting into their relationship. I hope to God that they don't let that influence their relationship mm-hmm. because that would just be terrible. Because I I can see two young people love each other mm-hmm. when I see them too. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but they weren't just going after just her comment. They started attacking like her body style and like. Oh, she looks a man. She looks like a man anyway. Look how her muscles. I'm just like, well, tell what? Me you get a hot rag and wipe their makeup and laugh. <laughs> That's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> what you we, look like for real? We ain't on no contract, so he <laughs> can't cancel. He can't cancel. Us. The only thing you can do is don't listen. <laughs> I, I agree with him. So <laughs> keep it real. Yeah, I mean, because to me, she's she's all woman to me. Uh, damn the body! I mean, I ain't never seen her in the news. I ain't never seen her in no scandalous shit. I ain't never seen her even cussing or nothing like that. It was just professionalism, and and why she go do her job? Yeah, uh, that's one of the reasons. Like you know, opinions like that is one of the reasons I never said nothing bad about Whitney Houston. Other than I wasn't a big fan of her music mm-hmm. because it just wasn't my thing. 
but outside of that, I ain't never talked crackhead jokes or nothing like that because yeah. I seen her one time when her and Bobby were in Israel, mm-hmm. and the prime miserable, uh, the prime minister of Israel I remember, I went to shake her hand, yeah, and she, and she backed up and she pushed Bobby in front of yeah. her, shake his hand first, yes, Just and my that's husband. pretty much what I got when she said that comment, yeah. like. She would do the same thing, like, no, shake his yeah. hand first. Like, no, he, he, he's the man. Yeah, I think it was more so when she made the statement, going back to that, I think what she was doing was she was using her platform to say, start respecting your respecting man. Respecting your man, exactly. Telling women to, to, to put their man up, because you ain't always the catch. Half yeah. y'all can't cook. Half y'all don't clean. The only thing you, you got on you, you looking at dating profiles. Yeah. Chasing the bag, traveling, <laughs> traveling. Uh, uh, you independent, like dressed up, independent. <laughs> you raise your kids by yourself. You're a single parent. Who else gonna do it? Yeah. You know what I mean? All these things that aren't attractive to men. I want to hear about you. Your favorite cake to make. Your favorite meal to make. Right. I want to hear about. Hey, I don't like no dirty house. I want to hear stuff like that. Like things that normal. Women are like, like, you know, and this ain't no shot at women, but a woman in her natural femininity cares about like her, you know, her upkeep, of course, but she ain't overboard. She cares about her upkeep. She going to get her nails done. She going to get her hair done. Yeah. She going to keep a clean house. Yeah. She cooking. This is stuff that's in your DNA. This is biblical. Mm Mm-hmm. This is stuff that's in you. We ain't talking about you trying to be a man. Because all the other stuff sounds like you're trying to be a dude. I'm yeah. chasing the bag. I'm turning up. I'm getting I'm glad lit. you said that. And they keep saying stuff like vibe. Like, what the hell is a vibe? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I need you to, like, uh, 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 verb- like- tell me, you know, verbalize or, or extend that thought a little bit more yeah. so I know what the hell you're talking about. You can call anything about it. I need to understand you. So, I, I, and this is just a man talking right here. Um, Two men. Yeah. No, I'm I agree. What, what I'm saying. No, I'm saying yeah. I agree co-sign. with you. Yeah, yeah, co signing. Co signing, not that. So, I, I took from what she said, that's what I took from what she said, mm. that she was just like sounding alarm, like, y'all need to start like loving on y'all men more. Yeah. And this ain't for the hurt men out there to say, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. it's not about no, that. No, yeah. dude. We we got a huge issue in our community mm-hmm. where, uh, where, where, where mama and daddy ain't on the same schedule, where black men and black women ain't really getting along, and somebody needs to start speaking up for that union. Yes, you are a catch, too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he's also a catch. Exactly. And she's just letting it be known. Yes. Yes. So the rest of it. So she said he the catch, and then now we got all these comments. Mm-hmm. But before we move on, okay, date back to what Cat said in that interview too. He said something that stuck out to me. He was like, "Real short and sweet. I know what you." Yeah. <laughs> we got too many women trying to be independent, basically. Men. Men. Yes. The word independent means self alone, like like you could you could do everything by I yourself. I don't know no independent people. So Never how do you, that's what I'm saying? How do you go into a relationship 
saying to a man you're independent. You know what that tells me? Yeah. You don't need me. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be some conflict. Yeah. You a man, I'm a man. Conflict. Yeah. yeah, you a man, I'm a man. So now when I say something, you want to, okay, well, I said you want to do this. I'm like, what? What? And now it's like I'm, I'm literally arguing with a man. Take your emotions out of it and see that is this the best move for the family? Exactly. That's when it don't matter if I said it or you said it. Yeah. It's both of our job to assess that, that this is the best move for the family. Mm-hmm. They want us to move to Atlanta, baby, so I can get this job paying one fifty K a year. Yeah. Well, I like it here. So no we ain't doing it. Find something that make a hundred and fifty thousand here. What like what you can't find nothing? If I had that offer we'd be saying Exactly. They want us to move to Atlanta. Let's we we move it. Yeah. Now imagine y'all have I can cover y'all have your kids income in and mine currently. Yeah. And still take care of the kids. The schooling. You can take your job finding the job you want. I mean You don't yeah. have to work, really. Take your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they gonna government gonna tax after six figure boys, the government gonna tax after six figure boys. Yeah. You'll be back but this is better than what we've had. Yeah. This is better than now once you start making your four to fifty thousand. Because if you tell me, if my wife tell me that she got a job making one fifty a year, mm-hmm. and I'm over here making forty five, mm-hmm. we out. I'm gonna make the decision, yo. Okay, that's cool. We out though. Mm-hmm. But what about this? That nah, baby. This is better for us. I can make forty five anyway. <laughs> anywhere, literally, <laughs> like anywhere. This is just, our life gonna be. We. What about our friends and our family and and all the kids, friends? Hey, we can get everybody cell phones. <laughs> we can take quarterly trips every year to go see our people, hug on people, kiss on people. Yeah, we can do that. We can make all the family reunions and cookouts. We coming. We just got to jump on the plane now. But you ain't come see us every day anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but the only problem with that now, if she says that, right? She's not asking you. She's telling you. Mm-hmm. No, we're going to. Well, I'm like, hold on, okay, what about what they know? Now, she made more than you, twice as much if you if you go in with that scenario. That's going to make her even more independent, don't you think? You don't think it's you're going to have more problems? It depends on if you're dealing with a woman or you're dealing with a chick. Yeah. A, a woman is all about her family. Exactly. And, 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 and that decision is going to be made in partnership mm-hmm. with, when you're dealing with a woman. Mm-hmm. When you're dealing with a chick, with these new mentalities, the ones that don't cook or clean mm-hmm. and always want to get lit and find the vibes <laughs> and wear these long, like the, the radio longer station. the lash, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the longer the lash, the better. <laughs> two, ton, two pounds of makeup. When you're dealing with them, yeah. it's going to be different. But when you're dealing with a woman, whatever works, the betterment of the family, just like when you're dealing with a man, mm. the betterment of the family mm. put us in a different position, baby. Yeah. That's what this going to do for us. I'm with that. You with it? Yeah. Yeah. So let's go. And you know, now that you said that. Men also need to learn how to do, make decisions as the head of the household. Mm. A leader doesn't make everybody feel inferior. Yeah. He's not a tyrant. As a man, 
you got to make that feel good to them when you make a decision for your family. You don't make it feel like can't nobody say shit about the decision that I'm making. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody going to want to deal with nobody like that. Mm-hmm. But as a man, you have to know that the role that's bestowed bestowed to you from God mm-hmm. means that ultimately you have to be okay with these decisions. Yeah. Cuz they don't he ain't looking at her just like in the Bible, he ain't looking at her mm-hmm. when it's a bad decision. He looking at you. Mm-hmm. So when you go into that situation, like, okay, these are these are the pros and cons, and this is what I think, and this this is what we should do. Um, I think this that you got to cover all bases. Yeah, you can't just go in and say we move. Nah, baby, <laughs> I I got to live with you. Yeah, because what if one of the moves is like? We got to move to Antarctica for this position. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, you got to be like, baby, remember that coat you wanted? I can, you can get that coat now. We can get the house you want. We can do all of this right here. The kids going to have the yeah. best schools. You got to sell that to your baby. Yeah. You know, you're trying to make sure that she's good mm-hmm. with the decision that you're making. You want your kids to be good with the decision that you're making. And you also want to assure the, the, the external stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, as a man, you care about your community. Right. And and, and not, not the entire community, but your community. Mm-hmm. Like, your household and the people that y'all attached to. Mm-hmm. Hey, even though we move into Antarctica, when y'all had them cookouts in the summer, we still coming. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be good with this. Because it's on me to make sure that my involvement in all the people's lives that I'm a part of mm-hmm. is still okay. But I got to do this for my household. Right. Right. I would have moved to Antarctica, though. That's it. For 150 For Alaska. Antarctica, Alaska, either or. Like Alaska, Alaska, you keep most of your money. As long as the tax bracket, uh, the tax is better. Yeah, the taxes is better. <laughs> ain't no damn money. life out there. <laughs> You know, hey, but you want to go to the mall? Tell me, tell me I can keep one forty, at least one twenty. Yeah, yeah. I'm, hey, let's go, baby. Let's go. I would. We would have to adapt. Like we would have to live in Chicago during the winter. It's like a good. <laughs> yeah, just a prep for New York. Yeah, we're give us <laughs> for a month, and we're gonna move over here yeah, for a month. month. Yeah, just give me we some gotta time. We gotta stay in the woods for a month. And yeah, then we gotta stay in the cold for a yeah, month. Yeah, for sure. And then for we're sure. ready. And then we ready, man. Cause that's a that's a lot of prepping I got to do, baby. Mm-hmm. We can't just jump into that one. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Attitude reflect leadership, and mm-hmm. you don't want the attitudes to shift to something negative in the household if you if you act like a tyrant. Yeah. If you act like the Russian government, if mm-hmm. you act like you know what I mean. Uh, North Korea. Yeah. If you act like that, can you song <laughs> whatever that dude's name is? Oh, uh, what Kanye say? I just told you what I thought I was. Mm-hmm. Oh God! <laughs> you don't want you don't want that in the household. No, no, <laughs> no. You gotta keep it smooth. But women also need to learn that instead of focusing so much on the man's role in relationships, focus on what there's so much power in what a woman brings to the table, what a woman brings to a family, what a woman brings to a community, her children, her husband. There's so much power in femininity. Mm-hmm. That if you worrying about the masculinity part so much, we got to fight when you worry about this side. Because I ain't trying to get no feminine energy. Yeah. You ain't going to find no subservient man 
that that voluntarily does that. Mm-hmm. So it's a fight. You got to beat him down for him to be your your wife. But it's easier to make him your husband, and you be a wife. Ain't no fight there. Mm-hmm. It's all kinds of problems. You control the temperature in the house. If you say it's cold, no matter how he feeling, he gonna turn that heat on. Mm-hmm. If you say it ain't enough groceries, is he gonna put some food in the house? The yard need to cut. He gonna make sure that the house is the way that you need it to be for you to be comfortable. All right. All you have to do is make sure everybody's fed, mm-hmm. everybody's nurtured, everybody's taken care of, taken care of, being cared about. Right. You you instill the care into that home, into that relationship. Mm-hmm. You keep that temperature high. And we all going to follow suit to that. She don't let no cursing in the house, dog. Yeah. Ain't no smoking in the house, dog. Yeah. We can't get drunk in here. We can have a sip. Yeah. But the rest of that, we got to go out to the garage. Yeah. Or we got to do that at the bar. It's on so far, she's going to let us you know, go in here before she's uncomfortable. Right. You keep the temperature of the house. I don't heard all kind of quotes talking about men set the temperature. No, we don't. We provide yeah. the atmosphere. You know what I mean? We 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 provide the environment. But she control the temperature. Right. I agree. So it's so much power in that women. If y'all know how to live in y'all femininity, y'all will be the happiest in the world. You see how mean and how much attitudes you got to have to try to be masculine. Hmm. That don't even fit y'all. Don't nobody even want to speak to a woman that walk in the room with a screw face. They, they, they want to speak to her. They be the most stressed out woman I ever seen in my life. <laughs> Ain't nobody finna talk to her. Immediately, what's wrong with her? Yep. Or somebody going to ask you, like, what's wrong, baby? Like, you all right? Mm-hmm. Like, you coming in here like, no. Nah, you know what nah, I I came in here because... I got a U-Haul truck. (laughs) (laughs) Or or, or somebody said something crazy to my kid the other day, and I still feel it. (laughs) Like, you got to get some straightening. Like, no, don't nobody want to see no woman like that. Smile. Or smell good. You're asking what's wrong, and they're like, why everybody keep asking me that? I'm getting tired of it. I'm like, bro, look how you walking around. Yo, (laughs) I was telling somebody a story one day, this old white lady Hmm. asked me something. I think she asked me something in a store or something like that. <laughs> she, you know, she's old. Mm-hmm. She's this old woman. And she had to get things that she couldn't lift. That she couldn't lift? That she couldn't lift okay. and put in her buggy. Mm-hmm. This woman had me go up one aisle and down another because she was so sweet. She could have asked me to do anything and I would have did it. Yeah. She could have asked me to follow her to her house and take her in for her. Yeah. And I would do it because she was so sweet. Mm-hmm. That sweet can kill it. It'll bring a man down. Yeah. Like, it'll break us down. Like, you sweet and you smiling and you compliment why we do You're so strong picking up that, 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 that bag of ice for me. Yeah. You make you feel the new. This is like, this is like 200 pounds. <laughs> yeah, baby. You can't pick this ice up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got this bag. Not the woman that's saying, I can pick up that bag too. But if you making me feel like, this this little five pound bag of ice yeah. is the heaviest thing in the world, and you need me to do it. <laughs> hey, yeah. how many? You need more than that? 
I can get, you can get all these out of this ice chest. <laughs> I'm going to get every, you, I'll pick them up. Buy the whole damn uh, <laughs> ice machine. <laughs> yeah. I'll, figure, I'll get my truck. We're going to back it up and we're going to load it. Yeah. Now, I do it by myself. I don't need no help. You ain't got to help me, baby. Yeah. Just let me know that, hey, hey, if I die, get them $35 under my mattress and get it in my door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that, that, that sweetness of, of a woman, that, that kindness and that care from a woman, can motivate any man. Mm-hmm. You can make a dude feel like, it, it, to my brothers in prison listening, if a woman send you a letter and she talking sweet to you and she spray some perfume on that letter, that's, dude, that can get you the rest of, through the rest of your bed. Yeah. Just that letter, talking sweet to me, telling me what I can be. Yeah. That that motivation, that inspiration of a woman, that feminine divin, div, divinity mm-hmm. of a woman, that's beautiful. For any man. But when all you want to do is cause me contention. It's biblical man. Yeah. Over 2,000 years ago. A man would rather sleep on a rooftop. In a corner of a rooftop. Than sleep in a house. With a contentious woman. Yeah. That's so even if you take the spiritual side out of that. That's still written over 2,000 years ago. That's what your fight going to do to a man. He gonna he'll rather be at the lowest of lows than deal with you. Mm-hmm. I stay single. I stay sexless. I stay angry. I stay broke. Even though I know a two income house will help me out better. A sex uh, a sex filled relationship, uh, emotion, emotional and affectionate relationship will make me feel so much better about myself. Yeah. Will make will motivate me in areas that I need the motivation in. I'd rather live by myself until I have that. I'd rather sleep outside on a roof in a cone than deal with somebody that treats me like I ain't nothing. I agree. You know what I mean? Like you don't you don't know the power of it. You know, I feel like some women just don't know your power is not external. Mm -hmm. All that makeup and lashes and and skimpy, you know, hoist clothes and and cursing and drinking and smoking, mm-hmm. that don't, that ain't what we looking for. We looking for what's inside of y'all. Mm-hmm. Inside will make a man be a man. Yeah. That that turns a boy into a man instantly. If you that kind of woman, if you woman enough, you'll have a relationship that you want with a man. Right. But that's my monologue. <laughs> that's my, that's my SNL monologue. Yeah, I, I man, I, I go crazy over a woman. That's why I said I walked up and down one aisle. Whatever she needed, that was heavy. I got it. Yeah. Walk down second aisle because I offered. Mm-hmm. This is after you had me lifting and doing all of this already. Mm-hmm. I don't already did more than I had. Hell, I only came in here for 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 some almond milk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm over here doing your whole buggy for you. Everything that's heavy. Mm-hmm. You want me to get that cheese? I know it's heavy too. <laughs> I get that. You're so sweet, Not young man. You you so sweet. You smell so good. I bet you're a good man or something. Yeah. You want some bread too? I get that. <laughs> that bread kind of heavy, ma'am. Right, let me go get the bread for you. <laughs> Them jar pickles? Nah, that's too heavy for you. I let me get it. I'll walk with you and talk to you. And lift everything you need. But that's that's sweetness. I go crazy over that. Mm-hmm. And any man worth 
worth uh worth his his chops. Mm-hmm. Like any man that's truly a man, that right there drive you crazy, man. You make me feel like that. I do anything in the world for you. Now, oh, you know how full you get when a woman bring you a plate. <laughs> oh. I can get full if I go make my own plate. True enough. Yeah. But if I come in from a day, yeah, and I know, baby, what what, what makes it even even better? Mm. If you work too, and you still beat me to the house, and you you prepare it, then and you bring me a plate, and you make more than me, but you saw in your heart to say, "Let me bring him a plate." That sounds like a fantasy in this world. You ain't got to worry about plates no more. I'm going to cook for the rest of the week. <laughs> I'm bringing you plates. Because <laughs> you don't make me feel like, oh, hey, I'm a done at this point. Yeah. My baby don't came home after her long day, mm-hmm. and she brought me a plate. Dude, I'm, I'm so full, I can't even eat that last bite. <laughs> I ain't going to eat it. But save it for later. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, it's good. You, yeah. you made it. Yeah, but save it for later. Best chicken I ever had in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Best chicken I ever made in my life. But hey, them, them my two cents. Them, them my two cents. Hey, y'all can do with it what y'all will. Do with it what y'all will, man. Save them. Yeah, spend them or save them. Please save them this time. Yeah, this time. Save them. Especially if there's any women listening. <laughs> if you really want to know the hearts of them, ask a man to confirm what I just said. If he's a man, he's going to sound like us. His opinion is going to be similar to ours. Um, but, yeah, that's the that's the show today. I, I, we appreciate y'all listening. Not I, we. Cut different Nick and G. Um, yep. We out of here And like we said Just to reiterate You can spend them or save them These are our two cents You could have been Anywhere in the world But you're here with us We out of here y'all Peace <laughs>